Don't look under the internet. Alright, so I'm all fucking ears. What's the difference between a dirty bus station and a lobster with implants? You can't cook a bus station alive and hear its screams in the hot boiling pot. You've never been to the right bus stations, but <laughs> I haven't been to New York. I don't know. What's the difference? One is a crusty bus station. And one is a is busty, a busty crustacean. crustacean. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. Welcome to Don't Look Under the Internet, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Don't Look Under the Internet, where we have jokes just like that, ready for you to subscribe and hear more of. Uh, that's Doug. Hey, that's is it? Is it Jason? Chase? Chase? J. Ben? You're so close. Jorben. Just, just Jonathan. We've only known each other for like a decade now. Jonathan? Yep, you got it. I'm okay. Jonathan, everybody. <laughs> no, I'm Jason. And I'm Clark. 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 From Clark. Clark. It all comes back to Clark. It's fucking crazy. No, I'm, I'm Michael. Hello, pretty people. Hello. I hope you're all doing well today. Oh, wait. Are you not talking? Are you talking to me or. The live I'm audience. I'm talking to the, the live audience that okay. we have. That, that, oh, we have to turn on the applause sign. Beep. There it is. That makes so much more sense Yes, hello, now. everybody. Hello, yes. They, okay. Yes. I they don't know how to act. Quiet right. down! Oh, <laughs> fuck. Sorry, sometimes the live studio audience gets a little too uppity, and I have to shut them down a little bit. Put them in their fucking place. Yeah, They're it, actually shackled in place, too. Oh, we yeah. Again, we, well, oh. We've, we only have, like, one... Live studio audience, and it's the same live studio audience oh, that well, has been here. Actually, Some of them are live. They're, they, well, they're well, slowly dwindling what, down. What's they're, happening? They're gone now. What it, happened? It looks like they, like, clipped through the floor. The whole something. audience? Yeah, they're just gone now. I didn't know we had shit. Where did, the, who forgot to turn on clipping mode? Where the hell do you think they Sorry, were? guys, that was me. I had God <laughs> mode on, and... Uh, you clipped the whole audience, or no-clipped the whole audience, through the floor. Where do you think they go? Yeah, well, it's starting to smell in here anyways. That's fair. Half of them were dead. The other half were eating. The other half. And I was to. eating them too. But no, like, where... Where did they go? Hmm. You think they... You think they ended up in, like, the, the back rooms? <gasps> bah, bah, bah. Is that where you buy the pornos from, like, a blockbuster <laughs> or, like, a family video? The places that don't exist anymore? Yes. Oh. Well, that, family video does, but... Or... Somebody is in our studio right now that has a Burger King gun and has just been translocating one by one to Burger King to enjoy nice, delicious, crispy chicken sandwiches. And the Yumbo. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> what are we talking about here uh, today, Dumbles? Uh, we are going to fill your, your dirty little minds with uh, something called uh, the back rooms. Uh, this is this is a fun little fun little uh, cre- creepy pasta, I guess we can call it that. Or See, I don't know at this little, point. Or is it a fun little dark piece of reality that is entirely real? Well, why don't I just fill you in on what the back rooms are? How yeah, about that. 
It, oh, can we, uh, sorry, before we start, <laughs> um, well, just because we did it before, can we shout out our other Patreon? Oh, shit, yeah, we fucking, well. yes, it's been a minute because of that marathon recording day that we <laughs> mm-hmm. did that we will not do for a while. It was Zachary. Yeah, Zach Platt. Thanks, buddy. Um, I actually went to, uh, to college with him, and, yeah. you know, I saw him, I saw him grow up, turn into a man. Turn into a lady and then turn back into a man. Magic. None of that happened. But no, yeah, he's a he's a super cool guy. Um, he loves what we're doing. He's super engaging with us online. Yes, he's he's, he's keeping track of all the times I say um. Yes. Oh my god. We okay. We have to set a date right now. Right now. My birthday is July twenty. Uh, I don't want to give that information. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your social? Oh wait, you just gave that to me. I sure did. You know, fuck it. My birthday is July twentieth. No, let's let's set a date for that. When are we? When are you going to fulfill your promise to the people, Mike? Don't be a politician. I will fulfill my promise when I get one other person besides Zach give me a tally sheet. If I have two tally sheets, that way I know. Post is moving. No, no. This way, I just know that Zach's not just making up numbers. If it matches, if both of them are around the same number, then I know maybe it's, like a five, it's accurate. five uh, up or down kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So as long as I got two, so I can reference off them and I can go from there. That's all I need. So one more person, give me the tally with how many times I said um, and you both will be legally held responsible of my death. So and we will film it and, and sue you if I ever awesome. get I will to take not a, sue you. But no, I won't either. I just get to take. Gander at Mike's Actually, cirrhotic liver. Well, the nice thing is, I have life insurance, so legally I can't die. Otherwise, I can sue <laughs> the government. That is what that means. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I, again, thank you very much, Zach. He, him, and Nicole uh, both you guys were are our fucking first two Patreons. Um, if you go to our Patreon page, you can also get shouted out from us and get a sticker. I believe we have it set to what three bucks. There's two dollars for just $2? a shout out. Uh, five bucks gets you the what I have. I made an executive decision and I called. <laughs> That logo, the computer creep logo. Works for me. Um, so you'll get the Diluti computer creep uh, logo as a sticker to rep wherever you want. Uh, we have more in the works. We actually have a, a shirt we've been designing that I think looks super badass, yeah. but it's not ready yet. Yeah, so, so go to patreon.com slash DilutiPod and kind of take a gander, throw in a couple bucks here or there if you want, and you'll hear us, you know, uh, just go bananas over you and love you forever oh yeah and we, we shout just, you out uh, and talk we, about you as much as we are talking about nicole and zach because we love them yeah we just want your support and we love you guys for listening to us and zach you're also... filling our our butt sacks with happiness <laughs> <laughs> our butt sack is turning into a happiness sack <laughs> but no zach mike will leave his fiance for you if you continue to be as engaging as you have been so please keep it up Yes, we're gonna be she's home wreckers too. Yeah, she's crazy. gonna be very hurt about that one, but I I hope she understands. Well, maybe you guys can reconcile to where like he's like the pool boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even own a pool, but I have a pool boy. <laughs> Who needs a pool when you have a pool boy? He cleans my tub and my sink and your gutters and my gutters. Yeah. <laughs> okay, enough with the. Yes, yeah, so I have. <laughs> I've noticed there's a lot of sexual noises <laughs> coming from mainly my throat on this podcast, so I'm gonna. Let's let's get back on track to the back rooms. Yeah, so mm-hmm. what are the back rooms? One might ask themselves, not knowing what the back rooms is, right? What so, are back rooms, me? <laughs> yeah, what are the back rooms? What am room back? Um, okay, yeah. so... <laughs> <laughs> 
can't not like I don't know. That. Sometimes so I just stupid. I just word and it doesn't work. Um, but yeah, so for those of you who don't know, the back rooms are a labyrinth of random, indeterminable rooms, halls, and nearly anything that you could imagine. The starter levels share three distinct characteristics: yellow lighting, uh, fluorescent lights, uh, yellow walls, uh, maybe stained even, um, and yellow carpets with varying quality of age. Mm. So far, there are sounds like the best office space I think I've ever been to. Oh, for sure, one of the best. Um, so far, there are approximately three generally recognized starter levels, excluding the negative levels. Uh, each level has its own unique set of familiar landmarks. It's unknown why these things are located in the back rooms, but they are there nonetheless. Bar the aforementioned characteristics, each level contains a variety of different objects. Examples of these include random items ranging from furniture to broken typewriters to weapons, etc. Some of these items located within the back rooms can be very helpful, and sometimes they can be the difference between life and death. The rooms also contain various different creatures which can either attack you or not pay any attention to you. Their behavior is seemingly as random as the back rooms itself. It's almost like these rooms are just like the physical embodiment of uh, R.N. Jesus. Oh, I was going to say like a purgatory. Well, no, like random number generator Jesus. It it almost makes me think of like the way that like how like randomized the Minecraft servers are. Procedurally generated Mm. or like the Diablo loot system. Yeah. No Man's (laughs) Sky. We can go on forever. Yeah. Fuck that game. But um, seriously. this, This does give me vibes of our scp yeah so that's the first thing i fucking thought of when yeah. i started reading about this it's it, very it gives very off similar those type of vibes which i am all about hell yeah i um, actually have another link to the scp that we did um through the back rooms one of the entities that lives within them but i'll get into that more later oh nice okay yeah um so the theory of monsters existing in the back room uh is backed up by the fact that nobody has ever made it out at least that we know of Um, Unfortunately, most people who encounter these monsters only get to post the occasional eerie image or story before their accounts go dark. Sounds about right. If they don't get out, how do they post? Do they find just like a little hot spot in in the back room and they're just like, oh, a bar. Well, Well, I I might as well upload to Facebook. I haven't been on there in a couple months. So they do. There are certain levels that have like access, but it's very limited and Mm. it's. Hingent on the fact that you can make it <laughs> to, like, the settlement area. But we can get into all the... You get one phone call, so you better make it out to 1-800-what-is-it-collect? Delutypod at gmail.com. No, I'm... Yeah, right. <laughs> you get one bar of internet. Spend that one bar of internet going to Deluti, uh Going to fucking patreon.com slash Delutypod. And paying us $5 for a sticker. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, fuck it, you know. You're about to die. You might as well give us your money. <laughs> you won't be using it. That's the that's the marketing scheme we're going off of. You're going to die. Fucking give us your money. Solid, solid business plan. Um, so how does one get to the back rooms? How? Thank you. How? Uh, how do you do it? Kramer. <laughs> no. Kramer, how do you get to the back rooms? Well, getting to the back rooms doesn't have an exact process you can follow. One moment you'll be in a familiar place, and the next thing you know you end up bumping into a wall, but you'll pass right through it. Maybe you'll open a door that you swear was never there before, and boom, now you're in the back rooms. 
There's many possible no ways to end up there. No rhyme or reason, just... I could be eating a fucking... I was going to say a bowl of Dippin' Dots at the food court at the mall, but are Dippin' Dots even around anymore? Oh, yeah. They're the ice cream of the future for the past 25 years. <laughs> um, I will say... <laughs> they'll get there eventually. Being the Florida theme park expert that I am, all of the Dippin' Dots are gone from Universal Studios right now. Yeah, because they're super expensive to make. Why? They're just frozen balls of ice cream. It's the way that they're produced. They use, like, a special, like, freezing thing where it's got to be, like, negative 40 degrees all the time. They use liquid nitrogen. Blood diamonds? Oh, did the price of liquid nitrogen go up? No, no, it's like, they use liquid nitrogen, but the, like, the freezing, the containment that they use for them, it has to be at negative 40. So they're constantly just blowing, like, liquid nitrogen (laughs) in there, and that's not cheap. So it's just not an economic way to eat just fucking go buy ben and jerry's and call it a day you don't need yep. little fucking small fruity pebble looking ice cream i don't know why i'm sounding more aggressive you're getting very aggressive to towards this man dots. loves dipping dots and he's real salt so <laughs> you don't have to fucking eat the little balls of ice cream just go fucking buy a tub of it you fat asshole <laughs> jesus christ mike get your shit together gelato forever <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, there's a lot of different possible ways to end up there. Um, the most notable thing that we know about getting there is something that we would call no clipping. And that's kind of how you end up there. You pass through something seemingly as if it were not a part of this reality, almost like a portal to another dimension per se. Um, why you'd want to go there is beyond me, but there's one constant and that it's that you'll never see it coming. Yeah. No, no clipping for you know, those out there that don't know what it is. The dingus crowd out there. If you've played video games before, you know what no-clipping is. But if you're not a big video game person, if you've ever seen, like, someone playing video games or a dumb, like, video online of, like, someone just, like, walking by a desk and, like, the character just, like, glitches into the desk. Yeah. That's no-clipping. A physical object is no longer physical anymore. You can walk through it. It's most prevalent in Gary's Mod. Mm. Which or is like the Half Life engine. Um, Technically, ghosts can no clip. There, yeah, it's real life no clipping. <laughs> yeah, they just walk through wall. Ghost confirmed. Same with slimes from D anD. d Ooh. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, do you guys want to like set the scene for what a uh, what a journey into the back Wait. rooms might be? Are we? Please don't tell me that we're about to go to the back rooms. We're gonna take a trip to the back rooms I... real quick don't want to do that because i had the terrifying research this time around well all right i'll I'll set the prep your anus i'll set the scene ready fade in exterior (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's just read a a screenplay real quick fade in exterior night city sun rising up from the dawn smooth jazz plays in the background (laughs) so in all seriousness If you ever do find yourself in the back rooms, this is possibly what you might experience. It's late September. You remember these nights. Humid, muggy, just a hint of the coming fall. Too cold for a t-shirt, but too warm for a sweater. These are the nights best spent at Cook Place Community Mall, in my modest Midwest hometown. A diamond in the rough in my eyes, this shopping center is a break from the monotony of tired hardware stores and family grocers that line Main Street. The Cook Place Mall is typically packed to capacity. 
but not tonight, because it was 8.15pm on a Tuesday night, 45 minutes until close, not exactly prime window shopping hours. Despite that, my three friends and I were still going strong. We were ending the night in the dusty arcade located in the basement of the shopping mall. It was down a short flight of stairs between the Dairy Queen and Sparrow in the food court. Faded and flickering carnival lights lined the dimly lit hallways and steps. Do you have another quarter? My youngest friend questioned as the word game over splattered across the screen. Philip was 12 years old and a bit underdeveloped for his age. Andrew, his older brother, my best friend, and my biology partner scowled as he rummaged through his pockets in vain. Maybe if you were a bit better at the game, I'd have more quarters for you to play on. It was 8.16pm, and it seemed our time in the arcade may be coming to a close. I had a few loose quarters left in my pocket, but that was going to stay my secret. I was hoping to spend it on a coke tomorrow before class started. Clay, a guy Andy and I had just met in biology, had clearly been waiting for this moment. Honestly, yeah guys, it's getting a bit late for me. I think I'm going to bounce. I gotta study for our exam on cellular reproduction. The exam wasn't for a week yet, but I wasn't bothered. Clay had been acting a bit ambivalent since we got to the mall. Seemed he wasn't a huge fan of having Philip around. Cramped his style, or whatever. I didn't care. Philip was pretty much like a brother to me, so he came first. Philip, having realized there would be nary a quarter for him, gave up aimlessly pressing buttons on the greasy machine. I have to go to the bathroom. <sighs> Didn't you just go? Yeah, but we had a large soda. You had a large soda, kid. By the time I got a sip, it was all backwash. I chuckled as Andy and Philip started away from the arcade machines. Clay, while texting, followed lazily behind them. It was 8.24, and we had located a bathroom. The bathroom we were used to using in the mall was closed for renovations, so we had to find another one. An L-shaped hallway lit with yellow, humming fluorescent lights ended with a corresponding bathroom on either side of the hall, with custodial equipment blocking the women's entrance. Philip rushed into the restroom. The mall closed at 9pm, so we were going to need to get moving. Sure enough, as the thought crossed my mind, the ratty old mall intercom crackled to life with a Mall closing in 30 minutes. The mall will be closing in 30 minutes. I checked my watch. It was 8.26pm. Huh. Someone's in a hurry to get out of here tonight. That's retail. I might just get going, you guys. I look pretty close to here. I'm just gonna walk instead of the bus. Good night. Night, Clay. He turned his back and walked away, turning right to depart the mall. Andy and I looked at one another. I don't know. Kind of a wet blanket. He seemed really cool when I met him. Nah, he was okay. Maybe just a little quiet. The texting was a bit annoying, though. Our attention was drawn to the sound of a flush from the bathroom. Andy's face twisted into a mischievous grin. Hey, we, uh, we should give Philip a little fright when he comes out. Remembering how jumpy Philip tended to be, I felt a pang of guilt. It really wasn't very nice to spook him, and we did it pretty often. Nevertheless, I stood on the other side of the door, opposite of Andy, waiting for Philip to step between us, not expecting a thing. Philip stepped out into the hallway. Focused on drying his hands on his pants, he stepped by none the wiser. Ah! Philip yelled as he twisted around and fell backwards. Philip fell into the wall. 
and then Philip fell into the wall. That was the only way I know how to describe it. One moment he had slipped off his feet and crashed into the wall, the next everything but his legs had gone through the wall as if there were a perfectly shaped hole in the concrete. Philip's legs spasm in the air, in the same looping spastic pattern but for a few seconds, and then there was nothing left but solid concrete. What? I... I... As he shuffled toward the wall, his face turned to fear. I... I don't... I don't understand. I... I don't... understand. Philip? Philip! He slammed his hands into the wall once. Twice. Not a third time. Andy's head now protruded from the wall facing the ceiling. His head seized from side to side as he continued to scream for his brother. God, he sounded like he was yelling through a box fan. I stepped backwards as my best friend disappeared from sight, and I was left with a scream bouncing off the hallway walls, intensifying as it mixed with the hum of fluorescence. The howl of fluorescence. My back pressed against the bathroom door and I jumped. I screamed as my world exploded with static, deafening and blinding me. The noise was unbearable, and the grain obscured everything, and all at once it stopped. I clutched my head in my hands, eyes squeezed shut. The static had dissipated but was replaced with the hum of fluorescent lights, an all-too-familiar yellow glow through my eyelids. But there was something new, a smell that hadn't been there before. The musty, wet smell of carpet. Carpet that should have been changed decades ago. The smell reminded me of the dilapidated bowling alley down the road from the mall. I opened my eyes. Before me was the bathroom hallway, as expected, lit by the same light as before. The bathroom doors were... gone? There were no more doors. No more custodial equipment, just a smooth slab of concrete wall. I got to my feet, and I looked around me cautiously. It seemed I was in the mall still, but it was quiet. It felt different. The fluorescent hum buzz was too loud. My ears itch. I walked down the hallway in the direction of the food court. As I turned the corner, I was met with not the opening to the food court as expected, but by another abrupt 90 degree corner turning to the left. I froze. The loudspeaker was engaged. The empty air of the speaker nearest me told me that, but the operator had nothing to say. After a motionless moment, which felt like hours, the microphone snapped back to the console cutting the empty noise. Whomever had activated the speaker seemed to have hung up, confused, and growing ever more frightful of where I had found myself. I turned the corner. I was met with a large, empty room that I had never seen before. It was about the size of a classroom, with stained concrete walls. The smell of must was even stronger in here. Each wall had an identical, rectangular, door-shaped opening that seemed to be placed at randomly decided positionings among the wall. The popcorn ceiling, littered with the smears of dirt and greasy imprints, had long cracks spanning it. This room was clearly in need of renovation. I don't understand. I truly didn't. The featureless room served no purpose, other than a passageway to these other rooms. The lack of planning and absent attempt at caring for the room made me feel as if this place was long forgotten. Might as well try the next room, I thought to myself as I walked through the door to my left. The room I found myself in was bleak and unrecognizable as the last. 
From my first glance, the only difference in style was that this room was shaped as a triangle. I heard a single cry from my right. It was more of a whimper, actually. <laughs> what. The. Fuck. It was Clay's voice. It couldn't be Clay. I watched him leave the mall. I rushed through the door to find Clay laying in a fetal position in a long hallway, stretching a distance to my left and right. Change the channel. Change the... Change the channel. Clay? Clay, you gotta get up. Clay didn't respond to me. He never would. His eyes, wide and unblinking with fear, were glued to the floor. How can fluorescent lights be so damn noisy? And then I saw it. And then I felt it. It hung motionless in the air, feet lightly scraping the ground. It had dry, cracked skin that was dressed loosely with torn, rough-spun shorts. It had the torso of a man, but its torso was on the wrong way. Its frail and feeble arms outstretched to the ceiling, not quite reaching as if an act of surrender. It had a cocked head as if confused as it peered down the hallway at me. Dark, beady eyes stared widely at me through the holes in the bloody duct tape wrapped around its head and then it started to float towards us. Every time I blinked, stunned in absolute terror, it was not where I expected. A few feet forward, some inches to the left, never where it should be. And yet it was getting closer, ever closer. What I saw next will follow me forever. I turned to run, breaking the stillness, and sprinted down the hallway. I don't know, I guess I just assumed Clay would follow me in the moment. I was wrong. A blood-curdling screech shook the hallway. I whipped around. It had reached Clay. He still wasn't looking, but he was certainly screaming. It extended its long, spindly arms and cradled him, like a child. But it wouldn't look away from me. No, its eyes never left mine. In one quick jerking motion, it was holding Clay by the top of his head, palming him like a basketball. I blinked and it had grasped Clay's arm with its free hand. With brute strength, it twisted Clay by the torso. Clay's screaming cut short with a fleshy crunch as he dropped to the floor in a twisted pile. His eyes had finally opened to look at me one last time. And then I screamed. The louder I screamed, the louder the fluorescent home became. Which was louder, I couldn't tell. I turned and ran to the first door I saw, blindly twisting and turning through the rooms that followed. Why on earth does every room look the same? I turned a corner and ran face first into a dark mass. We both fell to the floor. Andy? How did, how did you get down here? Where the hell are we? I don't know, Andy. Where's Philip? We have to get him right now and leave. We turned and rushed down a third hallway, perpendicular to the hallway Andy and I met in. We ran until we felt we could run no more and then fell into a final doorway. We landed in a mass on the damp floor and quickly scuttled to the back wall. The hum of the lights was all we could hear, louder and louder. And then they all went out. Silence. We found ourselves in total darkness and total silence as we clutched each other. No, wait, not total silence. The sound of static, as if emitting from a television slowly coming towards us. Only when the light coming from the source of the noise started to slowly illuminate the room did I realize this room only had one door. 
It floated around the doorframe, toes dragging on the floor as it cast its bloody eyes upon us. Andy and I, mute with fear, stood against the wall. Andy moved himself in front of me. It floated towards us. Andy raised his arms. It reached out for us. Leave us alone! We all became statues. We locked eyes with it as we listened to the intercom crackle to life. Shallow, rapid breathing came through the speaker. Andy. It was Philip. With a guttural scream, Andy lunged towards it. I fell backwards into the wall. And I landed inside of a trash can? What? I was inside a trash can filled with the refuse of the full day of food court disposal. Kid, what are you doing in there? I looked out to see a very confused elderly janitor wondering why a young man was taking a sparrow bath after mall hours. It was 9.32pm. At least, that's what the clock over the water fountain said. The water fountain? I'm back in the mall. Uh, oh, sorry. I I was just hungry. And I ran. In the following years, I would try to make sense of what happened in the back hallway. I even went so far as returning there and trying to access that place, but to no avail, I never found a thing. But I kept trying until they demolished them all a year later. Philip and Andy's parents weren't really present when they were around, so they didn't make much of a deal on TV when they were interviewed. Despite the media trying to fire them up, they just seemed like it was the final straw to send them to total apathy. Last I heard, Clay's parents moved out of town but were paying exorbitant P.I. bills to find their son. After a few years of half-assed detective work and a few rotations of milk cartons, Andy and Philip were forgotten by our sleepy little town. But sometimes, when I'm going to sleep, I remember, and I leave the TV on Channel 3. There's nothing broadcasting on that channel, but the static helps me sleep. Wow, that sure was something, guys. It was a thing. For $10 a month, you can be sent the audio wave file of that fucking Wilhelm scream of mine. <laughs> which, one, which one was it? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's real funny when it's not uh, edited. <laughs> <laughs> if you join our Patreon, maybe you'll get a glimpse of that. Yeah, who knows? Um, So... That that little story was uh I wanna credit uh a Reddit user named Your D D guy. Uh he wrote that. Um all the credit goes to him. Uh, I reached out personally and he gave us the okay to do this, so we were really appreciative. What of a that. nice person. I love when people enjoy what we're doing enough to be like, Oh my god, yeah, please take my content. Yeah, yeah. Take and, my wife. <laughs> That's the next step. I didn't quite ask that, but uh, no, he was really, really nice about everything. Um, super, super cool. So uh, thank you for that. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Mr. D&D guy. The nice thing is, so what you guys might have gotten from the story as well is that was only one level of yep. the back rooms. That was level zero, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. There are... <laughs> for for the elitists out there, there are three levels to the back rooms. For the non-purists fucking... We, we actually got a glimpse of what level zero was like in that little short story it that sounds, we just did. 
It sounds like an apartment I used to live in. <laughs> Dingy, wet carpets, <laughs> yellow yep. wallpaper. Magic Yeah, Mondays. the yellow wallpaper. Yeah. Yep. A well, friend that... shooting off fireworks inside. In my fucking kitchen. All of us just... Meep. Meep. <laughs> yeah. Purple dildo. Tonight is uh, galore. But there, yep. there are three different levels. Uh, level zero is one that we are kind of just introduced to. Uh, it is literally just... It, it, it kind of reminds me of like a shitty like doctor's office or like you know an what office I mean? building that's been closed down yeah the 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 walls are like this dingy mustardy yellow with like some like very like boring looking design on the wallpaper it's all repetitious yeah and the the carpets are just this gray have, damp have you ever played the stanley parable yeah it's it's very yes. like it's like the stanley parable it, it's a good it's very much like yeah. that it gives off very, very, very strong Stanley Parable vibes. Yep. But the if, the creepy part is every room is like the same. You exit a room, surprise, you're back in it, but you can't tell if it's the same room you're just in or just a room that looks the same. Mm-hmm. It I fucks like with the, your head. The psychological yeah. aspect of all of this would be fucking enormous. Yeah, it, the, it, and you're practically alone. Like, in level zero, there are like other versions of the story where they find like colonies of people, but for the most part... You're fucking by yourself. Mm-hmm. You're just it, wandering aimlessly for the most part. It seems like it's very random. So, like, I feel like level zero, we get this, like, yellow vibe, like, fluorescent office building kind of thing. Like, if do yourself a favor. Google image this. I'll put just, it on the Instagram put, and everything, too. Yeah, just look up back rooms. You'll see the image. It's plastered all over when you search Google for it. Yeah, but, oh, yeah. And, and you gotta be careful, because the way that you get into level zero is just like what happened to that kid in the audio thing. It just fucking happens. You'll be walking to to work one day, slip on a fucking banana peel, and instead of hitting the pavement, you just go Oof. into an office building. Yeah, it's, so it just happens. Harry Potter wasn't real. <laughs> they just die again, Alley, when they go through the no, fucking wall. Literally, when you walk through like platform nine and three quarters. That's what I was talking about. Almost the same. Yeah. That's just you're in the back rooms. Yeah. They went insane. They thought they were wizards. <laughs> They've mastered it. Harry Potter mastered it. Yeah, yeah they they're were still like, there. We can get you through this portal. Maybe some jackass fucking was like, portal's all a thing, and then like, <laughs> fucking, and then some wizard somewhere was like, well, okay, uh, we're doing it correct now. on our end, but uh, you do whatever you want, Gary the, the dumbass. There are some, <laughs> Gary the d- the wise wizard, Dumbledore the Great, McGonagall the wise, Gary the dumbass. <laughs> is Three he very f- notable is that, wizards. Is he the fifth Hogwarts house? Like, there's Salazar <laughs> Slytherin, there's there's Slytherin, Hufflepuff, Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, and just dumbass. House yeah. dumbass. <laughs> it's just like, their their crest is just like a turd. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Turd Ferguson from, uh... From SNL? F- yeah, from <laughs> the fucking SNL Jeopardy skits. <laughs> Anal bum covers are 500, Alex. Anal bum covers. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's just how you kind of access level zero is you just accidentally fall into it and it could be numerous different ways through a wall you can get into an elevator and get off on this in this office and oh yeah elevators can take you there mm-hmm. if you, a train can take you there like no nope. it's just random and a door that shouldn't be there could take you there it's yep. basically the universe telling you specifically that you should go fuck yourself yeah pretty much <laughs> it's like do you want to press this big red button yes or no and then you kind of have to decide. Mm, it's always yep. yes. It's the meme. 
It's always there nice. is a level after level zero, though. Level one. Uh, the easiest way to get into level one is you have to survive level zero for four days. And it's a bit more complicated to survive level zero. We'll get into why in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to survive four days. There are other ways. Just like you can randomly get into level zero, you can just randomly stumble into level one without even realizing it. Um, but after four days, you'll just be walking aimlessly through and you'll just notice very subtle changes like the walls instead of going like from the the yellow wallpaper will slowly turn to concrete. The floor will go from carpet to like cement as well, just over a long period of time to where you barely even notice these subtle changes. And then all of a sudden you're in level one. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Um, level one isn't necessarily any better than level two. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> You're in worse hell. It is now harder for you to this, escape. <laughs> this is kind of. I wonder if they got reference from like Dante's Inferno. Ooh. From this, you know what Ooh. I mean? Because there are other levels to this, and there is, um, in theory, the, the from the 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 lore, a main nine levels. Doesn't Dante go through nine realms of hell? Yep. So. Yep. I see kind of a thing there. God, I fucking love Paradise Lost. I know what that is, too. It's Dante's Inferno. Oh. Paradiso, Pregatorio. Oh. It's the three books. That Pregnatorio. Know. It's a map of heaven, hell, and Pregatory. Ray Pergan- Mysterio. Pergana de Mar- Did you ever play the game? Yeah. Portillo's. It's, honestly, it's a very good way to tell the story. The yeah. Because Mysterio. It's, if you read the book, you'll be like, oh, shit. Yeah, I played this. Yep, it's so Cheerios. good. You fight a huge naked woman, and that's you also pretty, find, that's pretty cool. In my you fight book. a dog with four stomachs and nine mouths. Yeah, cereal. What? I'm just kind of going. <laughs> um, so Reese's puffs on the mind. Yep, you can. Um, once you get to level one, though, it is similar to how level zero works, where it's just walking in aimless rooms. Only the fluorescent lights that are going off are, are on. They're not just, like, steady on all the time. They're flickering. Sometimes they'll flicker off for a few minutes. Sometimes it's for hours. Sometimes it's for fucking days. That would drive me fucking bananas. Well, sometimes they'll just turn off, like, for days. Nope. I don't, I, nope. I don't, want, to, I don't want that. Me neither, because who knows what's lurking in the dark. <laughs> I mean, I have a bit of It's an idea. my mom! Janine, Janine, you're here. Janine, you didn't hit me up. Kind of how, upset. How'd you get to level the, one? Well, she's in the back room. Yeah, my mother's I can't in the really back blame room. Her. Oh shit! Well, get sorry. Out quick. <laughs> Hurry, get out. She, uh, but when you get into level one, you'll never believe how you can get into level two. Um, level two to get to level two, it mostly you rely solely on finding like. A flight of stairs or an elevator that can take you to level two. But there is kind of a downside to it. You it's like at random. Either you'll you'll go from level one to level two by going into these elevators or these random doors, or it might just send you right back to level zero and just I, say I saw that. Fuck you, you're <laughs> back, baby. Well, I heard that level zero also you can find an elevator that takes you either to level one or back out of the back room level zero can take you anywhere there yeah it even says like we're not going to get into all the fucking levels because there's after a while the the lure goes into hundreds of thousands of levels (laughs) but there is a way where if you like stomp on the floor enough and break through the floor you'll just 
be in level 27. <laughs> like, you can get from level zero to anywhere. You just gotta stumble upon it somehow. Kind of what I'm gathering is that if you want to go anywhere in the back rooms, just try shit. Just... Yeah. It might work if you, like, I don't know, spit in between your toes and, like, shuffle around the carpet four times in a circle and then yell Mahalo. I don't... Praise Cthulhu, be praise be unto him. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe now you're on, you know, level thirty one. Yeah. Who even knows? Who who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> Why do we even do this anymore? It's fucking stupid. This is the last episode. <laughs> God, fuck all this. But it's hot. But, I'm bothered. I'm I'm fucking done. You uh, you just yeah. With to get to level two, you just kind of end up there through like elevators or a stairway and level two is just fucking worse because it's just very narrow hallways with like industrial pipes along the side and there's no like room for movement they're very cramped hallways and a lot of them are just long dark hallways so if there's something you know at the other end of that hallway lurking lurking have you have you guys ever seen the movie grave encounters Yes. Of the fourth kind. I just recently watched that, actually. A, I love that movie. Well, Fully on YouTube. Watch Really? Yeah. Oh, and the that. second one. I watched them on, I think, Prime. But the first one, so fucking good. Second one, eh. Yeah. But, th- like, if anyone out there has seen Grave Encounters, and you're wondering what the fuck we're talking about right now, it's, just think that. Just not a mental hospital, just these dingy, yellow, wallpaper print, musty rooms. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. I have not seen this movie. Check it out. Yeah, you might like it. It's pretty fun, actually. It's like found footage. Yeah. It's pretty good. I do like me some found footage. Same. Um, But yeah, level two is just the... what Typically the worst of the three, I would say. You you really don't want to go to level two. Level two is kind of the best way for you to, like, escape and get back to normal. Like, your real world, but... The odd, when you get to level two, they say the odds of you escaping is just damn near impossible. Like, you escaping the back rooms in general is pretty fucking non-existent. The odds are stacked <laughs> against yeah, you. Yeah, but in level two, you have the best odds, which still aren't great. Your odds went from point zero 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 one to point zero 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 two. <laughs> so, it, it's not any better, but you might can, as well at this point. Can somebody check that to see how many zeros Mike had? And see if that <laughs> actually went down or not? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it did, but... Hey, guess what? Uh, escaping level two is damn near impossible, uh, but it's your best chance. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sadly, um, there are other levels that I don't know if we should say are canon or non-canon, but the these three are like known as the pure. Like, yeah, they're levels. the if you there's a group of people that are involved with the back rooms. There's a lore. console. They get together the every unity. They get yeah. together in the local Chuck E. Cheese every Tuesday night. And they discuss. How many levels? How many are? levels are? Typically, typically they land on three because that's I mean, about the number of toppings they get on their Chuck E. Cheese pizza. So. If you are a backrooms purist and you frequent this Chuck E. Cheese, hit us up. We want some tokens and some free plays. And I want to see Jowls the dog play I the guitar. I want you to get me inside one of those animatronics. Did you know that for Chuck E. Cheese, DoorDash? That's a crime. DoorDash doesn't call <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese Chuck E. Cheese. It's like Pasquale's Pizza. What the fuck is Pasquale? Pasquale is the chef at Chuck E. Cheese. I just found out that fucking, I think it's IHOP or Denny's, I, uh, is, it's, is the burger den. There's and their a, burgers there's are a, fire. 
Yeah, Pizza Hut is uh, Wing Street sometimes. You'll see him on there as Wing Street. That I knew. But yeah, it's, if you see Pasquale's, Pasquale's Pizza, congratulations, just you just ordered a Chuck E. Cheese pizza. I'm going to trick Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> but, like I was saying, it's, it's not only getting lost in these back rooms that give you almost no chance of survival. There are other things that kind of prevent you from escaping or living. Oh, oh, are there? <laughs> there are so many. Yes, oh, that's why I said it, Jason. Oh, good. For fuck's oh, sake, is, man. This is, you're going from the, your topic to mine now. I have segued every day. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Mike. That was my, my, my temper tantrum voice. It's a, it, so Mike's very right. There are, there are ways to escape. They are very, very slim. Like, the chances of you actually getting out are very, very, very slim. But to make those chances even slimmer, the back rooms are filled to the brim with different entities. Like Gargamel. You see Gargamel. You see Gargamel. Not only do we see him. Stop (laughs) it. No, 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 no. Let him go. Because we're we're literally creating a back room level right now. Yes. Oh, shit. The Smurf level. The Gargle level. Yes, where you go into this level and you automatically get turned blue and there's a giant Gargamel chasing you down, trying to kill you and turn you into his gold. Exactly. I feel like I've had this dream before. And probably after listening to each individual episode. There's another level where a giant tooth named Orthon the Great is hunting you down like goddamn Pac-Man eating pellets and ghosts, and you're the ghost. Enamel. <laughs> <laughs> Gingivitis. <laughs> um, but no, so these backroom levels are very, very complicated. They're very, very difficult to navigate. To make it even harder, they have been filled to the brim with different entities that inhabit different levels of each floor. Um, I'm not going to go over all of them because, fuck, there are so many. There's a lot, especially not to cut you off here. But I'm known for but doing you, but that. But you are doing that. I am going to do that. Not to cut you off, but uh, let me continue yes. here. <laughs> well, there are so many because, like we were kind of saying before, I forgot to mention it, there are more than just the three levels. There's the purists that say there's three, but they, it goes on for thousands and thousands of levels. Yeah. And throughout these levels, you get more and more of different type of beasts. But we're only focusing on those three. I mean, for fuck's sake. I mean, there's, there's, I'm not. Well, I mean for, like, me explaining it. I'm not going to explain all these fucking levels, but there's one where it's, like, I think it's, like, level fucking 420 or something. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, yeah, there's another one where there's one just filled with, like, it's a birthday party with a giant cake, and it's, like, it's your birthday. And then you turn around, there's a bunch of murderous clowns there trying to kill you. Which sounds like Uh, a Yeah, yeah. so there's a bunch of different rooms, but those three, level 01 and 2 are the main three. Correct. Um, what do you guys think's on, like, level 69? I think it's a bunch of gnomes sucking each other off. Ooh. It's that picture that you have uh, on your phone oh, of Scrooge McFuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the ice climbers. It's, the wallpaper is just that, <laughs> and then you come across it in real life. Fuck, do we have to post that on social media now? I don't think, I don't we, think can. we Yeah, I don't everyone we at can. home. I'll give you the close-up of just his face. Everyone at home, just Google... Scrooge McFuck. Yes. It's gonna... It's exactly what you think it's gonna look like. Yeah. Okay, it's nothing at all what you think it's gonna look like. It involves Scrooge McDuck. A very muscular. Very buff one. (laughs) Face-fucking the ice climbers Mm. through the back of the skull. (laughs) One of... 
Just look it up. We'll let you determine what is actually happening in the picture. It's quite arousing and erotic. Oh, yeah. I get a boner every time. Anyway, um, monsters. But speaking of boners and monsters, um, some of the entities uh, in the back rooms are actually helpful. Most of them will definitely try to kill you, but there are some that are actually pretty helpful. For instance, one of the most well-known entities in the back rooms is someone called the Break Room Man. <laughs> now, he's an entity, and he's on level four. Now, again, if you're a purist, just fucking shut this off now. Like, go listen to something else. No, no, no. Keep listening. Just take this with a grain of salt. Don't knock viewers away, Jason. That's fair. Yeah, big old dingus. That's fair. Yeah, big old dong. All I'm saying, though, is if you're a purist and you hear what I have to say from here on out, like, you're probably not going to agree with any of it. Um, keep it in mind. Let me let me say my part. Let's see how terrified you are of everything in this fucking labyrinthian hell. So, like I said, not everything in the back rooms is there to try to kill you, torment you, defile you, whatever terrible adjective you can think of. Um, there are a few good ones. So, like I said, the break room man on level four. Um, this entity is an all-white humanoid. Seven feet tall and non-hostile. Sits in a brown chair and has an odd black outline. Fucking Yao Ming is just chilling in the break <laughs> yeah, room. <laughs> absolutely. He's just there to help out. Um, it's got these large black eyes that seem to be almost kind of like drawn onto it. And it helps people by guiding them to settlements. Now, settlements. What does that remind you of? Deferred? Pilgrims. No, I was going to say more like the uh, SCP-3008, oh, yeah. the Ikea with the settlements yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Exchange. Um, one of the, so one of the other creatures I'm going to go over is actually, it's called, I think it's either an employee or the staff. Oh. And it's literally a faceless, name-tagged entity that politely tries to help you while killing you. Huh. We're closed, sir. Yep. Nah, We're wonder, closing. Wonder what that's the store is now closing. Um, also, real quick, speaking on SCP, we're 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 dropping another corner here soon. Um, we are. So stay tuned for that. And then we're gonna have a poll for which one you all like the most, and then that's yeah. Keep a lookout for that. It'll be a fun one. So yeah, and then forget what we just said. And let's get <laughs> If you know what's good for you, you see. I love that we have three distinct personalities on this show because there's no telling where the fuck we're going. Off the fucking rails! <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, so the break room man, um, he helps people by guiding them to settlements. He, it, I'm going to say it because no one knows if it's like an That's he, fair. she, whatever. Uh, they, them. They, them, he, she, her, his, them, ass. Ooh. I identify as an ass. Same. For sure. Oh, absolutely. So, it seems to have memorized the layout of level four, and it holds a coffee mug. The only recorded time a break room man hurt someone was when it spilled the coffee on a traveler, burning the traveler's arm. Did they sue? Yeah, the, they the, won the a lawsuit. The that's why all coffee cups now say caution hot. Good on you. A person in the back rooms. <laughs> so wait, is there a monster in the back rooms that's a lawyer? There has to be, right? I mean... There's a whole fucking legal system set up. I mean, there's settlements, so it's not too far-fetched, I guess. 
Um, He'll cover you. I'm just imagining like a straight up like Harvey Birdman type situation (laughs) happening in the back rooms. Right when the coffee gets splashed on, he goes, hey, here's my card. You'll need to call me later. (laughs) You're entitled to a settlement. What's, What's the what's this lawyer's name? J.G. Wentworth. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to for sure say Saul something. Yeah, Saul, right. Saul, Saul Wentworth. <laughs> there you go. Saul Wentworth. Saul Did Hernie. you, Saul Coffeeman, get that thing I sent you? What? Yeah. Let that resonate. <laughs> Only the OGs will understand that reference. Am I having a stroke? What was that? <laughs> What was that? Just go to YouTube and type in. Just type that in. Did you get that thing I sent you? And you will not be dis uh, disappointed. We will be surprised, but not disappointed. Okay. Um, what other creatures? Yeah, this is this is one of the <laughs> friendly ones. Let's move on to something that's not so friendly. Okay. Judging based, judging solely on the name. Let's talk about the Skin Stealers. Oh, boy. <laughs> they sound f- friendly. These are some of my favorites. Give me a skin. Is it Pyramid Head? No, I mean... Basically. Yeah, pretty much. Except minus the Pyramid Head and Giant Knife. So it's just head. <laughs> yes. Give me head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Head's coming. <laughs> oh, shit. It's head. So these... The Skin Stealers are normally docile creatures... They become agitated when touched. Avoid them whenever possible. The only physical description of skin stealers is that they're tall, pale yellow, and look like a humanoid figure with sunken white eyes. Once a skin stealer becomes agitated, it will hunt down its target via charging towards them at extremely high speeds, kill them. Unfortunately, details around this fact are unknown. There's an SCP like that as well. There is. Mm Um, and presumably tear the skin off of the target's body and wear it as a sort of disguise. Oh, this isn't a, this isn't a monster. It's fucking, it's Buffalo Bill. Oh, it totally is. Yeah, leather Would you fuck me? (laughs) I'd fuck me. Would you skid me? I'd skid me. (laughs) Um, so explorers who have large scars on their veins, neck, or chest may be a skin stealer. So they look like like normal people after, after they've stolen skin. They're just walking around. They could fool you into this false sense of security. And could then be that sudden... guy in front of you at the grocery store mm. arguing with management about his expired coupon. And could... wouldn't you know it, jumps out of the skin and just eats up that manager and becomes the manager of that grocery store now. And now you gotta worry about him and it's ex- a whole denying scheme. you your coupon. And then you gotta steal his skin back. That's a great business model, Fuck, sir. man. <laughs> I feel like you just had a run in at Walmart or something. <laughs> this is the angst coming out. What happened to you? <laughs> you Are know. you okay? No. Is your home life good? Just blink a couple times. They won't hear it. Blink, blink, blink. <laughs> <laughs> well, now they will. And, um, uh, yeah. No, I love my up. fiance. Oh, uh, and uh, sh- I hope she loves me. So, any, so skin stealers. Yep. Um... Once they've stolen skin, they are now disguised, and they look just like you and me. There is one telltale sign to know if somebody is a skin stealer, though. You just ask them? Yes. By law, yeah. they have to tell you. Like, you, like undercover you, cops, they you, have to tell you. Are you, are you no, no, no. They have, they, have cl- they have clear blood. And somebody actually wrote a fucking <laughs> rhyme 
to go around this. <laughs> How do you find out someone's a skin stealer? Just stab them and see what they bleed. Right. <laughs> if they bleed clear blood, you did a good job. Well, if no, it's just, red, just remember this. Call Saul. Just remember. <laughs> just remember these words. Blood's red. He's not dead. Blood's not in sight. Be ready to fight. So if you if it's oh. see through blood. You're it's, fucked, probably. It's like if across, I'm being honest, it's <laughs> you're like so fucked. It's like the rhyme for drinking: liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Beer before liquor, you're never sicker. Except for blood. Except and blood. Drink skin this blood, and demons. you'll be fine. <laughs> so almost the same thing. Um, Leaves of three. But no, this I'm is poison oak. It's the same concept. <laughs> and we've got a whole bunch of fucking mnemonics for <laughs> for all the dangerous things in life. So real- poison oak. We've got poison ivy. We've Check got- a snake's butt plate to know if they're poisonous. <laughs> we got snakes apparently. <laughs> butt plate. We've got liquor, beer, and we've got Look skin that stealers. Up. I thought I just imagined a snake with like a uh, driver, like a license plate on the back. Of it. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a zero zero Jesus. two. That's a poisonous one. Um, but on these, these, these creatures, does it say what level each of these cre- creatures are on? Yeah, or? so yeah. these skin stealers are found on levels one and two. Hmm. That's it. Cool. So it's, they're, they're not very diverse. I mean, there's thousands of levels that exist to people who are not. Are there any on level heroes. zero? No. Yes. No. There is one yeah. entity on level zero. There is one entity on level zero. The hound Smithers released the... Release the hounds. Hounds. Yeah, the the hounds. The the hounds are the only creatures on level zero. These. Oh, can fucking stop ruining my fun. I love the hounds. Well, then talk about them. Well, then know your shit. Fucking thing up. Well, then cut this. We've been talking. (laughs) We've been talking about skin stealers, and you're like, are they on level zero? And I'm like, no. Okay. Yes. And I'm like, okay. And there's hounds. Then cut this. So let's yeah, let's yeah, we cut all this. We're not. We'll see how it goes. See how I'm feeling on editing. If any of you lovely people heard this, then congratulations. (laughs) We decided not to cut it. Yeah, um, fuck off. Well, fuck it. If I'm gonna, I'll come back to this one. So let's just talk about the hounds. <laughs> now that we've stolen the spotlight, so the hounds are very similar to like just a black lab, um, hence the name. And from a distance, they resemble women, mm. which is weird. Not like a standing up, upright confident woman more like a at a nine to five dolly parton no not like that more like her arms legs and kneecaps and elbows have been shattered and are now reduced to being on all fours Hmm. walking backwards in strange ways Hmm. um Hmm. i do like a strong salt of the earth woman (laughs) would you say the torso's the wrong direction i it depends actually um so their bodies can contort and twist into very weird positions um, but so the, the thing that kind of makes you think they're a woman are these long strands of hair that cover their faces. They can be very dangerous for, if provoked. If you hear a low rumble, back away slowly. Even if you can't see, just start backing up. Up close, they resemble contorted human shapes running on all fours. Now, if you are an avid HP Lovecraft connoisseur, Ew. you will exactly... You will recognize Hubert Pubert Lovecraft. Yes, Hubert <laughs> Pubert Lovecraft. <laughs> God, I forgot about that. Yeah, that fucking cracked me up. <laughs> no, if you if if anyone here reads Lovecraft, you will absolutely recognize some of the qualities of these dogs, and you will compare them to the hounds 
of Tendalos, which are eldritch beings who arrive to kill and punish those who travel through time and space. Almost like the time cops from Rick and Morty, <laughs> but dogs that are horrifying. Sound like hellhounds almost. Yeah, more I was or less. just about to say that. Yep, yep, also, yep, yep. time wraiths from DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, time so those cop. are the hounds. Um, time another, cop. Another... You know about time cop? Oh, Anthea Space Cop. Never mind. From Red Letter Media. Sorry. <laughs> you know Red Letter Media? I love Red Letter Media. Same. They're like my favorite channel. They're fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so on top of these hounds that will stalk you and probably rip you a new asshole if they find you, um, there's another entity called Smilers. At level zero? Uh, no. Oh, level one? Nope. Level two? Yes. And <laughs> just going to go up the ladder. <laughs> and 34, and most commonly on level negative 2.5. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, let's not get into the negative Read levels, because it's a whole other thing. If you want to know more about the other levels, do a little bit of research on yep. your own. I'm, I'm not the one that usually says that, but there are literally thousands of levels. There's so, so many. They're the, all fucking cool, too. The main three are the ones we're going over. Right. But we will go over the fun creatures of all. Well, yeah. So I basically looked through the creatures that exist within the back rooms. I found the ones that were the most prominent, the ones that I enjoyed the most. Um, so, these Smilers, they, uh, they exist on levels 2, 34, and negative 2.5, and they have a home base. Their base is known to be the Smiling Room. These Smilers can be identified by their signature reflective eyes and teeth gleaming in the dark. However, most of them move at extremely slow speeds. The appearance of a Smiler is unknown. They are rumored to have inhuman bodies with arms and legs bending in unnatural ways. This is subject to speculation, though, due to other reports suggesting different appearances. I do not like how Smilers sound. You're about to feel way more uncomfortable. <laughs> you know why? Why? Because it's also very well known that Smilers are oviparous, which uh, means... Yes, that, I know that word. Which means they're able to lay eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The eggs hatch into adult Smilers after an incubation period of about two days. That's it. Upon finding Jesus a nest Christ. of Smiler eggs... Do not, under any circumstances, touch, take, break, or attempt to cook any of them. Yeah, they don't really respond to being over easy. Well, my first thought was definitely to cook them. Yeah, especially if you're in this room for an ungodly ungodly amount of time. You see, okay, if you have no food for a couple of days and you see a giant egg... I'm gonna eat it. Yep, gonna eat that. Looking like an ostrich egg. But if you do, you will... You'll meet with a terrible fate. You shouldn't have done that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, after these uh, these Smilers, we have things called clumps. clumps. I get those in the shower sometimes, <laughs> but meet the clumps. So keep in mind... Wow, what a fucking reference. <laughs> keep in mind... Wasn't that an Eddie Murphy yes, claymation? Was, I'm yes. pretty sure. Wait, was not, that a claymation, claymation. or... Oh, it was uh when he goes when he goes handsome when he drinks the potion, right? Wasn't you know, that, the, I don't is that the movie? Anymore. I got you guys. Keep talking. Okay, so clumps, <laughs> <laughs> um, clumps are balls of arms and legs, 
With many unique appearances. Nutty Professor 2. It's Nutty Professor. The Clumps. Clumps. Yep, that's what it was, Nutty Professor. So we have, an, we have an origin story of the Clumps, and it's the Nutty Professor 2. I hate it so What was much. I thinking of? Doug, quick, look up this as well. It's a claymation that Eddie Murphy made. I know what you're talking about. The PJs? The PJs, thank you. Oh, that's the, the PJs. PJs. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. That's on Peacock. Download Peacock now and get the PJs. Not as much. I would love to keep talking about these clumps. Love it. Sorry, go ahead. Absolutely love it. You know what? This is reminiscent <laughs> of when you were dicking around with Doug during That's Ben That's fair. Drowned, this so. is fucking karma. Now you're saying what I couldn't what help like. myself. Yeah, I'm just giving a little you a taste excited. of your own medicine. Okay, no, I, go I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm get going it. to zip it, and you do a thing. Zip it good. What's the thing? No, never mind. I can't think of it. So clumps. What are those? They're balls of arms and legs with very, very, very many unique appearances. Most clumps are quite friendly. Oh. However, some have very one long hidden arm, which they can use to grab you from up to eight feet away if you're not careful. Sounds uh, Cronenberg-y. Very. Oh, incredibly. It, I mean, it's, it's a mass of arms and legs that are rolling around. Yep, that's Cronenberg. But apparently they're friendly. What's the guy from Street Fighter who can, like... Oh, uh... Dharma, or... D- the, actually, the monk guy? I think it is Dharma. The is monk that, dude? Da- I yeah, don't remember his he, name. He has like the super long, the stretchy. Arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, like the white Nami. eyes. He's like yeah, he's darker got the skin. He's got the fucking butt cloth. That was like Nami or something. Yeah, the butt sack cloth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what his name is. Um, so if one of these hostile clumps grabs you, they reveal a set of sharp teeth and begin to pull you in to consume you. Once it consumes you, it's believed that your own limbs and possibly fragments of your mind are absorbed into the clump. Clumps typically reside in levels 2 and 4.7. One person see- claims to have seen eyes in the mass of appendages. Ooh, yeah, like that's that. the fucking guy! Yeah, it's Dharma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. He's that, Doug that, that, just showed a picture of Dharma on his phone. From Street Fighter. That's my from go-to Street Fighter, Street Fighter, like, main. I like the guy with the mask and Better the razor claws. Oh. Oh, fuck. You're gonna He's make okay. Me fucking... We should play Street Fighter someday. Hadouken. So after you've been absorbed into the clump, (laughs) um, your mind also kind of gets absorbed. And so your thoughts, your whole thought process, your psyche now becomes part of this clump. Hmm. Um, One person claims to have seen eyes in the mass of appendages. An unconfirmed version of the clump with black tentacles is seen at the very end of... A certain video on YouTube. I will post this in the episode description. Um, you can a- search up Nutty Professor 2. <laughs> <laughs> no, so this video that I'm going to post is actually really fucking cool because it's a VR video, which means it's a 360. You can look around as whoever's walking through the back rooms is walking around and you Ooh. can see everything they see. Is that kind of like the Alpha Clump? It might be. With the black tentacles? Yeah. Yeah, m- Maybe. I don't know. Alpha Dom clump. Alpha clump. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does whatever so, an alpha clump does. <laughs> there it is. Thank you. Um, after the clumps, we move on to another very, very strange entity. Very curious entity. Is this my boy? He's got a name. <gasps> it's my boy. It's Jerry. Ah, Jerry! Jerry the bird. Ah. So Jerry is a small bird that looks like a parrot. 
It controls the mind of the person holding it, making it say things like, Jerry is everything. Jerry is what I live for. And, all hail Jerry. Jerry is love. This is literally a, bl- a brain slug. Jerry exactly. is life. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. Or brain spiders from Star Wars, whatever the fuck you decide. Um, or Shrek. Shrek is love. Shrek is love. Shrek <laughs> is life. Uh, those controlled by Jerry go missing shortly afterward. They probably go to Jerry's room, but that place is kind of unconfirmed, so we don't know where it is. Jerry's play place, like it's a fucking McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jerry's um, room is just a Petco. <laughs> as these mind-controlled individuals go missing, the uh, the parrot goes with them and eventually reappears on a seemingly random level to find a new host. If you see a bird that resembles Jerry, escape by any means possible. It is rumored that giving Jerry sunflower seeds or almond water will tame him. So if you know, you have some of that just lying around. Actually, I always carry a pocket of almonds. Actually, it's it's funny that you mention almond <laughs> water, because if you go into the lore of some of these other levels, almond water is one of the more most yep. common things you find. It's next kind to, of like, like a lighter. Yeah. So if you want to gauge what these entities can or cannot do to you, around you, for you, whatever, almond water is the key. Would you say it's like a health potion, almost? It It's more like a... Oh, like a, a divining water. rod. More like a water. No, like a divining rod. Like, it tells you what things are. Okay. So, like, if you give something almond water, you can tell if it's hostile or not. It's kind of like the standard of, like, this is hostile, this is not hostile. Okay, okay. Which is a very weird metric, but... So, just like here, uh, it's the less violent way of before where you had to stab that one guy to see if his yeah, blood was clear, his blood's or, clear or not. Right. Just give him some water and he'll now be we, like, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, now we, we know. We've evolved past violence now, to, <laughs> and we're on to almond water offerings. We went to the artisanal. <laughs> yes, exactly. Healthy um, motherfuckers in this place. <laughs> so if you ever see a bird that resembles Jerry, please escape by any means possible. It's rumored that by giving him sunflower seeds or almond water, it will tame him, allowing you to pick it up safely. This will only work with the person who fed Jerry. Anyone else who holds Jerry will be affected normally. This, unfortunately, is not confirmed, as there have been many contradicting accounts of, you know, feeding Jerry almond water and then also being mind-controlled by him and led to your death. Um, It's not difficult to be led astray by Jerry because he's a fucking parrot. Like, you're in this giant labyrinth of... Things like skin stealers, you have these smilers, you've got all these horrifying creatures, and you have a parrot who's semi-sentient, who wants to talk to you. I kind of hope Gary the asshole was the one that was like, I'm going to put Jerry up in this bitch. I hope so. That's all, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) So... By picking Jerry up and feeding him, you kind of tame him. Um, But again, it's not confirmed. It's speculation because someone who had, quote unquote, tamed Jerry decided it would be fun to put Jerry in fryer oil and then try to cook the bird. Their reasoning was literally, quote unquote, because yes. (laughs) I mean, do you really need an explanation? <laughs> I guess you don't. I Words see bird. To live by. I fry bird. <laughs> so once the person ate the Jack. bird, 
they were under the effect of Jerry. The bird appeared around two days after that, kind of assuming that whoever cooked and ate Jerry is now dead. He became Jerry. Yep. This is one of the more interesting entities that exists it's within the background. Yeah, it's a it's a fucking parrot that can either love you or hate you or kill you or apparently you can deep fry Much it. Much like and my it... fiance. Am I right, boys? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so this is a roller coaster. I don't 100%. even. I, I I was gonna say something and then I it love just. You, Lori. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all the info we have on Jerry the Bird. Um, lastly, I'd like to get into one last entity that does exist within the confines of the back rooms. Now, I will say this is, again, to you purists out there, I apologize profusely because this is definitely not canon to you. But I'm going to go ahead and decree it as canon because I fucking love this entity. Now this, no, bear with me. This entity's name is Ayukthyogdereg. Translates to Ayukthyogdereg. <laughs> That's the Google Translate right there. Yes. Translates um, to Harvey Firestein. I... Looking at this name, you're like, what the fuck is this thing? Although Doug and I might recognize what language it came from. Sure do. If anyone's familiar with any type of Rylian, which is like the Chthonian language, you'll know exactly where this thing comes from. So, Ayukthyderegs are a group of entities um, that hunt on levels 2 and 4. They were discovered by a... Uh, a user who posted his experiences on Reddit, his name was Lord Mac 29 um, and he found that there were two types of Ayuk eggs. The first type was encountered previously when Lord Mac 29 entered level 4. Their appearance is unknown, but it is known to mimic the voice of a friend or loved one. The second variation is a humanoid for the most part. However, they lack any facial features besides two pupils. They make themselves known by humming classical music. So, if you hear any, run as fast as you can and as for as long as you can, even when you can no longer hear the humming. Hmm. Keep... <laughs> crazy frog. <laughs> we gotta get out of here, <laughs> I'm just imagining fucking Peter from Family Guy doing it, because like... <laughs> <laughs> but no, so also, it's not Crazy Frog, that's Axel F. Axel F. So. The song title, though. Get fucked. Is Crazy Frog. No, it's Axel F. It's Crazy Frog by Axel F. No. If you not. text this number before 7 p.m., you can get Crazy Frog <laughs> straight to your Nokia device. Um, so, no, if you hear this humming, the run. song is Axel F by Harold Faltmeyer. Who the fuck is Harold Faltemeyer? Pretty he, sure no one gives it up. It was from, no uh, well, the song is from the Beverly Hills Cops with Eddie Murphy. That's where the song originated. Why crazy is Frog, everything coming back to Eddie Murphy right now? Crazy Frog did This happens every episode. It's every, crazy, right? But Crazy Frog did a remix. Is this like a Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon yes, thing? exactly. Okay. All right. We're entering the scary door. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of... So, if you hear this humming made from these creatures called 
the oh, fuck. How do you pronounce it? Ayuk Thideregg. Um, Ayuk. If you hear that, run as fast as you can for as long as you can. Even when you can no longer hear the humming, run as fast as you can and for as long as you can. Even when you no longer hear the humming, keep running and sleep wherever you drop. Take take reference from Usain Bolt and just fucking go. Get the it. fuck out of there. There's a couple of reasons why. David the first one might reference. The first one might kind of surprise you. Um, if you're fortunate enough and you run far enough away from this, no one recognized Doug. <laughs> huh? What happened? Giving us shifty eyes. <laughs> I don't know what he said. I miss, I heard missed it, but I got nothing. Okay, he's giving us shifty eyes. <laughs> What's happening right now? So even if you're fortunate enough um, to run away from this thing, you don't hear the humming anymore. There's a small chance that you will wake no longer in the back rooms. Ooh. You just will escape for, just for booking it. Yeah, just for if you hear this humming, you will. Escape the back rooms. Do you hear it now? No. That's fucked up. That's a fucked up, guys. Is it even coming through? However, I will say it's a very slim chance. It's very slim. It's always slim in the back rooms. There, there is a an old tale when you're in like level zero and one. Um, kind of similar to that, where it's just if you just book it, you'll get out. If you just think. Yep, I'm in the back room. No this is my like life. Home and click your heels together. Yeah, yeah, if you're just like, this is my life now, the back room's just makes a door that you can just fucking yep. exit, and you're back in the real life, as long as you accept your fate. That's, yeah, I mean, it's it's random whether or not that will happen or not, but, so if you hear this humming from this thing called an Ayuk Thidereg, um, fucking run. Once you have run until you are utterly exhausted, you will drop and fall asleep. When you wake up, you may exit. If you don't, they're just going to keep chasing you. If they do manage to catch you, they will surround you and plunge you into insanity. Or, if you're lucky, they will tear you apart in the blink of an eye. So basically, you're either plunged into this mental insanity that will tear your own psyche apart limb from limb for eternity or you will literally be torn apart limb from limb in the blink of an eye i prefer the latter Uh, i've read too much lovecraft to know that insanity sucks but Mm -hmm. i'd rather just die (laughs) if i'm being 100 honest so since we're just talking about you know running and then an escape coming up yeah can you escape the back rooms? Is that... I know we mentioned it a little bit ago, but the chances are rare, but like... They are. And like I said, the Ayuthadereg is one of your fucking chances to do so. It's a very slim chance, but this They're thing could They're all slim chances. Your, yeah. But how how slim... We, like, are, there, are there detailed ways? You know what I mean? Like, are there, are there multiple ways to get out of every room? Do we know this? So, to answer your question, Mike... There are a couple of ways that we know how to exit the back rooms, whether that be, you know, falling asleep from your fucking Exhaustion. dude. Uh, one, of the, one of the most recognized ways is once you're out of level zero, you enter a elevator door, and it has a chance of taking you either back to where you came from or 
you either Deeper. go to level one or you go Deeper. back to the beginning of level zero, which, in my opinion, the odds seem terrible. Yep, um, yep, 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 yep. But it, it really depends on who you ask. There's a lot of people that say, hey, we have no confirmed accounts of people actually leaving the back rooms, but we also have a lot of first-hand accounts that say they might have. Mm-hmm. Y- 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 yeah. I, the, so, so the first-hand... Go ahead. Uh, real quick, um, just because it relates to the Ayuk Thider eggs, um, because they fall in the same level as what a lot of people consider to be the end, um, if you make it past these beings, you can encounter something called... It, I forget what it's called, but... It, it's a room that contains a file. The file, its name is reallifesoha.exe, and it's at the end. And apparently, if you run that, you have a 5% chance of escaping. Again, stacked the fuck against you. 5%'s the best number we've seen all night. Seriously. So. Seriously. Compared to my point zero 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 yep. one. But I will say, do this at your own fucking risk, because if an Iuxider egg does catch you, you will... You're dead. You're De- either dead or insane for life. D-E-D, dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's, like... Th- this whole time, there's been a couple people that have gone on, like, Reddit talking about their, like, experience in the back room. So I guess you could say all of them escaped, because they're talking about the back room. How would they be able to reach us on reddit and talk about it if they didn't get out of it you know yeah but there's there's a couple like there's a user named you slash warrior bastion who was able to escape um there's you slash mug skeleton uh and six wesley smith which is my favorite because he talks about how he actually owned a parrot named jerry <laughs> and he was able to bring it back with him to the real world that's fucking cool mm-hmm. so he brought a jerry with him that's incredible yeah it, who how it happens i don't fucking know there's also some like there's a bunch of other stories out there that you can look into that are pretty detailed and fun i didn't get way too in, into them but there's one story about a guy going to like a doctor's office and mm-hmm. he falls through the wall at the doctor's office there's one about a guy who um works at this office building and he tries to tr- play a trick on this woman in the elevator by pushing all the buttons but she does it first and it gets out of the oh, elevator yeah. he opens the, the elevator finally opens after all the buttons were pushed and he's in level zero yeah there's a bunch of different stories that i would recommend reading because they're very fun reads especially when you get into like the lore of everything it's very very fun very cool it also brings us to a a a really good point that i want to kind of drive across to everyone is that like there's this very generalized yellow like office building look to the back rooms but that's not the case for everyone like Whatever the back rooms is, is kind of where you're at at the time, but yep. in, like, a very more, like, monotone, like, weird feel to it. It's it's think, not always that same look. Think of it this way. If you ever find yourself in a room or a place that you aren't, like, familiar with, and it just gives you the fucking creeps, and you're you're not sure, like, either how you got there or where to go from there, you're probably in part of the back rooms. Yep, I mean, you can kind of look at the back rooms as like a purgatory. 
Oh, yeah. That's how I like to yeah. look at it. Absolutely. But, yeah. Definitely it, agree. But so speaking of like the lore behind the back rooms, um, I kind of wanted to go over like where it came from and like what spawned all this attention on the back rooms. And it's a post that came actually from 4chan. Fuck, I don't even know when. Where everything... April 21st, 2018? Yeah, yeah, yeah. April 21st, 2018. Everything horrible comes from 4chan. You literally... There's a post of this dingy, abandoned, almost office-like building. I'll have the image up on our Instagram, too, Yeah, we'll we'll post it up. But it's got this this stupid yellow wallpaper all over everything. It just... It looks terrible. Um, And it was just that picture. And you got a comment underneath that said verbatim, if you're not careful and you no-clip out of reality in the wrong areas, you'll end up in the back rooms, where it's nothing but the stink of old, moist carpet, the madness of mono-yellow, the endless background noise of fluorescent lights at maximum humbuzz, and approximately 600 million square miles of randomly segmented empty rooms to be trapped in. God save you if you hear something wandering around nearby, because it sure as hell has heard you. Ooh. Love it. That's the original post that spawned the entirety. Is there all a, the lore behind this? Is there a username on that? Um, I know it's four chance, so probably not. It's a non- it's, no, it's anonymous. It's anonymous. Yeah, yeah, it was anonymous. Okay, yeah. figured. No, yeah, they don't really give anything. Um, but so after this was posted, um, it began gaining traction. So on May twelfth, twenty nineteen. An anonymous user started a thread in the site's Paranormal Board X inviting users to post pictures of disquieting images that just feel off. The user posted a picture of a yellow room at an off-center angle. The user replied with a narrative about the picture that basically goes over what I just said. Um, after that happened, it started spreading. So on May 14th, another thread combining the picture and the content appeared... Um, two days later, the post appeared on, uh, on Reddit, on our green text, on the caption, worse than any creepypasta out there gaining, gaining over 32,000 points, which is fucking huge. It's fucking massive. And then on May 18th, uh, another Redditor by, you know, your D&D guy, which might Shout out strike to a bell. Guy. Yeah, absolutely. He then posted the story that we heard earlier um, that was inspired by uh, this original post. After that, it just began, it gained a fuckload of traction, and now you see it kind of where it is now. Became which, its own entity after well, a while. It, it reminds me of SCP, where like, it Everyone starts as something, in. yeah, it starts as something very simple, and then people mm-hmm. enjoyed it and just start adding and adding and adding, and that's where it's at now. Yep. It's fucking ridiculous. There's so many. It's gone from like just a myth to like this one yellow room to now having over a thousand plus levels, over 600 million square miles. Like, one of the big Jesus. reasons it caught on too, in, in my opinion, is because the, the yellow room, I feel like everyone has this like feeling of like, uh, Nostalgia. Yeah, everyone can familiarity, that picture to something. Familiarity. Every, everyone. That, you see that. You see that room, and you're like, I feel like I've seen this somewhere before. It well, just that ties like into the rooms. whole luminous areas thing. Like yep. it's basically it's just places that you feel like you've seen before, but in kind of like a 
more like it, I'm not even sure how like what words to describe it as, but it's a place you've been before that mm-hmm. you've seen before that you know, but doesn't quite look right. It's somewhat familiar. Well, like so, you get this weird, you get this weird uh, lighting in a place that once was familiar, but now looks not familiar, even though you think it's familiar. And I actually like, at, for me personally, anyway, that picture reminds me of um, a certain section of a store called Nordstrom that was out <laughs> in the Oak Brook Mall that I used to go to all the time with my mom when I was super young. And they had this, like, near the changing rooms, they had a section of just, like, unfinished, like, room that looked very fucking similar to this. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as I read anything about this, my brain goes like, oh my god, I think I've seen part of this. So I I have two bits that I want to save for our, like, final thoughts. Okay. Um, So I I was about to ask, are we at our final thoughts here? Oh, yeah. Okay, great. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Doug's the reason I drink. Um, so my whole thing on why these rooms look very familiar is because how bland they are. It's just like it's described as just white wallpaper or yellow wallpaper with beige carpets. If you walk into any like any like low quality like doctor's office or like dentist office some some outdated office you're going to see this type of wallpaper yep. which is why it looks so familiar we've all been in a place with these color schemes where it's very very familiar. muted colors very just muted colors that are common in the generic, workplace you know it's just well, exactly that, generic that's honestly why it's like weird for me because so my dad uh he works for state farm and like way back in the day when like you do like bring your child to work day uh i would fun. go to his office but like for whatever reason like every memory i have of going there it seemed like there was like maybe like a handful of people in the office but mm-hmm. it was just like an office building, fucking fluorescent lights, yep. weird hallways that you'd have to go down, and then yep. you'd hit one room that just has a bunch of cubicles in it, and like mm-hmm. maybe one or two people were there, yep. so you'd see all these empty cubicles, very like minuscule lighting, but still fully lit because of those fluorescent mm-hmm. lights, so and it's like, it's just weird. That's why it comes off as familiar, and even if you look at, like, let's take the show the office for example it is just an office space with fluorescent lighting the walls just, are kind of dingy can we just call the office the back room sure why the fuck not <laughs> they're all just trapped like you've you've seen these kind of you've seen these colorings before you've seen these rooms kind of before oh yeah you it's know all what familiar I mean? and everyone can yeah. identify with it which is again like i'm so happy doug that you brought this to our attention because i've heard little snippets here and there about the back rooms mm-hmm. but i never ever ever did like a deep dive on it and yeah. holy fuck yeah this I is very fun it, it was, yeah. it's very fucking fun yeah. it's especially because every room is different it, yep. it reminds me of why i like scp because every scp is different every room is different it's so fun there's that but so there's a there's a show on netflix right now it's it's only it's subtitled it's it's a japanese show um oh the whole the, the, the borderlands no, oh. no no that the high rise is good too um no i'm talking it's called i think it's called alice in borderland or hmm. the borderlands or something like that and it's about these people who get locked down in a city and have to go through these different trials in different like situations and um like office buildings and shit like that and it reminds me of that where it's like this game that people are competing to survive in 
So again, if you've ever thought about checking out uh, something similar to this as like a TV series, check out Alice in Borderland. I think that's what it's called. I hope that's what it's called. You'll find it. You'll f- if you search Borderland on Netflix, you'll fucking find it. You might get the Alice in Borderland video game. Who the fuck knows? But I, I will say there's one other thing that hit me on the way here um, that I think this might have drawn inspiration from or it might be referencing a little bit. I know we talked about the references to something like Dante's Inferno where mm-hmm. there's the nine uh, uh, nine levels nine levels of hell and there's the nine main levels of this something else that it kind of sparked me is uh, this kind of gives off simulation theory vibes mm-hmm. reason being god I can't wait to do that is episode if you uh, uh, know anything about how like a lot of video games work a lot of like game developers will create a room outside of the map that you can walk mm-hmm. around in it's just this little room and they'll put like the items in this room that they are they're going to use in the map at, so they can just kind of like shortcut drag and drop them into the map yep the back rooms because they have so many random objects they have like sometimes they have office desks they have uh, lighters they have almond water it's like the dashboard it's, for life yeah it's it's like this this dev back room of just random objects that the simulation is pulling to put into the real life quote-unquote simulation mm-hmm. like like for example uh, if, if you're playing like call of duty if you can call of duty shoot a man if you're playing call of duty shoot a man you can <laughs> if you clip out of the map you'll find a little room that the devs have just stockpiles of guns in mm-hmm. and like beat up cars and everything because they'll use those items they'll just drag it and drop it into the main map it's easier for them just to drag and drop than oh, just yeah. to then create it every time exactly yeah and, and that's what this kind of reminds me of as it's just kind of like a it it really is a back room it's just mm-hmm. a room full of random like shit back end of a web page it, like yeah, a, it's practically a warehouse for game like a developers. repository yeah it's it's a repository for game developers which adds to simulation theory if we're a program which the we'll, back rooms is the shit that they're just pulling items from to put into our real world and i promise we will do an episode on simulation theory i'm way too paranoid about it to not so <laughs> <laughs> you're not real <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, again, I did spend several hours in the bathroom one day convincing myself <laughs> that I was real. So, yeah, that that kind of hit me on the way over here. I was like, "Well, it's just a dumping yeah. ground for items for the game, and yeah. we're a game, man." <laughs> Fuck, yep, I'm practically yep. a sim. <laughs> well, if you guys ha- weren't smoking weed before now, you roll should up, roll up a a baby leg, a baby leg of weed. This is <laughs> always an ode to last podcast. Yep, every time. Fucking love them. Well, shit. I think that's, uh... Yeah, I think that kind of sums up the back room. Sums it up. I mean, obviously it doesn't cover close to everything. Yeah, if you guys are interested, there is so much to look up, and there's so much to read about, um, yeah. you know, all the different levels, all the other monsters. There are so many fucking monsters, by the way. No, oh, there's so um, fucking many. I'm gonna post... There's dragons. There even. are there's dragons. There's dragons. There's normal people. Like, I'm gonna post the link to, like, the wiki for mm-hmm. all of this shit on the, uh, the episode description, so you guys will be able to look at it. I know. We say it every time. But... Go through this. Honestly, if you want to, they made, they've made games about this. Um, well, this definitely is one. Gary's to, Mod's a good one yeah. where you can fucking find the back rooms. You can do a multiplayer back rooms, which 
I think would be a fantastic way to start kick off like a YouTube channel or some right. shit like that. Yeah. Well, this definitely is one that you're going to want to do more of a deep dive in. It's kind of like yep. SCP. There's so many FCPs. There's so many rooms in the back room that we're just not going to be able to cover them all. So if you want a lot more of the lore, look into it. It's very entertaining. There's oh, yeah. a wiki. So that's you know exactly the wiki much where we literally got a good separates everything from room to room. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's going to be your hub of information. Yes, but and we'll we'll leave the link for that wiki in the description yeah. as well, so. as well as all of our information to go find and like us on social. You'll find us at our link tree, Dang. which is linktree.deludipod. Um. You can find us on Patreon if you'd like to support us. We would fucking love you forever, as we've, we've already done twice. Um, we're going to gush about you. We always will. I can't believe Jason's taking my, my end I saw here. the fucking segue. Damn. I, I was just about to say that. What a fucking... I'm over here on a bird scooter. You're on a fucking <laughs> Mondo Segway. Hot damn, son. Keep going. No, seriously. Find us anywhere that you can fucking devour a podcast. We are DeludiPod in... Just about everything you find on the internet. Yep. Start, just literally Google us. Deludi, Deludi Pod, don't look on the internet. It doesn't fucking matter at this point. You're going to find us. Our link tree has our main sources, but yep. again, patreon.com slash Deludi Pod. YouTube, don't look under the internet, but I'm pretty sure you can find us under Deludi Pod. Doug, can you verify that? Literally, yeah, again. Just, the, the channels just don't look under the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, everything we're we've del- actually we're- if you if go follow us um subscribe to us on youtube we actually have some some fun things coming i'm not going to give them away here but if you go subscribe you'll see you'll be you will be in tune to what we are doing and i guarantee you will not be disappointed yeah so please listen to us share us tell your friends about us um and again it, it instead of having to look up deluti pod on all of these things just again please just use our link tree it's so much easier for you because you just have to go to linktree.com slash deludipod it yeah. has our youtube it Mike. has our twitter it has our instagram it has our facebook it has our apple podcast it has our spotify it has Literally, everything everything and is there on it's top so of, much easier on for top it. of all of this mike will validate your parking <laughs> he will validate your parking he will yeah I, there's I've no been way given to lose that ability. yeah yeah Every parking validation comes with one dad kiss, so... Yeah, I, I, I owe you all a dad kiss now, you do. so... As well as a bunch uh, of shots. Yeah. Also, real quick, I really just want to shout out uh, your D&D guy for the uh, the creepypasta that mm-hmm. we read. And uh, whoever the original 4chan poster was, thank you for this awesome story. Yeah, but mainly your D&D guy. Yeah, we did yes. take a lot of inspiration Thank you We're not letting gonna give us the... use your stuff. We appreciate it. The fandom wiki. I took a lot of my info Mm. from the fandom wiki. Um, Fright Night on YouTube. Uh, that's night with a K, like a medieval knight. Right. Um, I took a little bit of his information as well, or not took, but I used him for inspiration as well for a couple things. Fucking just honestly look up the back rooms on YouTube. You're gonna find a fuckload of videos. Play the games. They're terrifying. They're amazing. Check out the the wiki. I mean, it's got all the information you could possibly fucking need but most importantly and i will say this every goddamn time is that you need to stay paranoid um hmm this is a good one for me um (laughs) (laughs) most good intros have a a lead up to that explains what you're doing do i want (laughs) you guys to slap peens this time i'm not sure 
You just want uh, maybe to... if you just shake your beans, shake shake beans vigorously. Shake shake, shake your beans, man. <laughs> shake them all the time. <laughs> shake your beans, man. Yeah, just shake beans and shake beans. I don't I don't even want you to slap them this time. They're probably sore as fuck from all the episodes you've been listening to. So just shake them. Just Absolutely. give them give them a day off. Go go have a uh, a well a health day. You know, I want you to if you haven't already draw a bath. Okay. Put a bath bomb in there. Okay. Get yourself a nice alcoholic drink. Okay. But if you prefer to smoke, get yourself a nice baby's leg of mar- mar- marijuana. Fucking rip a dab, bro. Yes. And then I want Damn. you to reach under the bathroom cabinet. I want you to pull out that special item that's been on there for months now. It's a pineapple. I want you to take that pineapple. I want you to carve it up nice. Carve it up nice and slowly. I want you to get all that skin off. I want you to carve it into the shape of a tooth. Orthon is coming to you. He's coming to your dreams. He's going to give you malevolence. He's going to give you malevolence. He's going to be the follower. He's going to be the bringer. He's going to be... Your dentist. I'm so un- go I'm- see your dentist uh, <laughs> because so it's probably time for it's probably time for a checkup. Go see your dentist and also be your best person. I love you. We do. We love you all. Peace. Thank you so much for listening. I'm gonna give you a raspberry right now. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> That's where we have to. Go.